Morning, morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Morning, James. Morning, Jay. Good to see you guys on this morning. Give us a shout out in the chat if you're there. Say a quick hello. Hopefully your weekend was uh, was awesome and well. Morning, Luke. How are you, mate? Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks. Hey, uh, today we're going to do the final of our four pieces of the pie when it comes to the four lanes of wealth, um, the four wealth lanes. So stick around, folks. We're going to get into that in a minute. Chin May, good morning to you. I hope you're well. Quick intros before we get going. Jason Witten's my name. If you don't already know, most of you already do, but if you're new and you're popping by, you run into us, whatever it might be, say hello in the chat. Let us know where you're coming in from around Australia or wherever you are listening to the morning's podcast slash live from. Morning, Nicole. Yeah, and let us know what you're up to. Morning, Trace. Staying warm, I hope. I've been properly investing over 20, 22 years, actually. For myself, coaching property investors just like maybe you, over 18, along the way, learnt a few things. And each morning, Monday to Fridays, around about 10 past 8, we get together and have about uh, a bit of a chat, a bit of a wealth coffee chat, actually. Get the day going and try and make sense of all the manicness going on out there in the media. Um most people are getting a bit carried away with um, interest rate dramas, but uh, let's face it, folks, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you know, a 4 or 5% interest rate is not very expensive, is it? Let's, let's be honest. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk to about today. What, we wanted to, what I want to talk to today is the final in our four pieces of the pie when it comes to our, uh, our wealth lanes. You guys uh, have been... Mostly, most of you have been hanging around for these ones. The first one, the principal place of residence upgrade strategy. Uh, we've talked about that. Uh, the second one is your investment property strategy, but but aimed around uh, your your income, um, your income. And this, just to put a little reminder on top of this, folks, this is about the tax efficiency of our world. I'll talk about that in a sec. Um, the third is uh, super $1.7 million worth of assets you can have in your super tax-free. So it, and this this is the thing, you know, all right, you can have uh, tax-free there. You can minimize your tax as an income using real estate. Um, over here, you can have uh, $1.7 million tax-free uh, if you structure it correctly over time. It, this, this stuff takes time. You guys know this. Uh, and the last but not least, uh, we're going to talk about today is the small business, small biz, capital gains tax concession. Uh, and you can have $2 million worth of tax-free capital gain at some point in the future, folks, some point in the future. So for some of you guys, this might be... Um, you know, not that interesting because you're not in the business world. But hey, who's to say that you don't start a business or get involved in a business at some point in the future? Just so you guys know, um, and um, yeah, you might be uh, you might be interested in thinking about this. Might weave it into your plan as you go along. Hey, shout out! Good morning, Sharon. Um, 
let's let's chat today. Sharon. <laughs> uh, hope you're well. So those are the four lanes of tax efficiency for all of us. Four times wealth lanes of tax efficiency. You can have tax free or minimized income or assets into the future. And this is how uh, we as investors must understand the more we get to keep, the better off we are. The more efficient we are, the less effort we have to put in uh, to bring more money in. If you bring in $100 and you get to keep 99 of it, and then someone else brings in $100 and they only get to keep $50 of it, you're better off. You don't. You didn't do more work, but you were smarter. You were much better organized and protected. So uh, stick around. We're going to go through that uh, that this morning and have a bit of a yarn when it comes to the world of um, business owners. What is this business owner thing? Well, as business owners, many of us spend many years uh, owning a business. Uh, many of us spend many years owning a business. And we're pretty bad at doing uh, one thing that um, most uh, most people who have a job, it happens automatically. Tell me, in the chat right now, and there's probably a few business owners, I can see one or two business owners on here right now. Tell me, business owners, what's the thing that we do poorly uh, for ourselves often when we start our business, but for anyone who's got a job, PAYG career, it happens automatically without question. It's actually illegal not to pay it. Tell me what it is, folks, in the chat. Put that right there in the chat for me right now. What is this thing? Ah, boom, Sharon. <laughs> Sharon knows it. Well, most business owners, especially small to medium business owners, uh, when they're starting their businesses or getting going, uh, very bad at paying their own super, you know, and unfortunately some are quite bad paying their own taxes and uh, they get get stuck sometimes. Anyone ever wants to read an awesome book? Um, It's called Profit First. Absolutely awesome book. Absolutely cracking book, folks. Cracking book when it comes to the business world. Um, So grab hold of that one. So superannuation. So many years ago, the... uh, the world of business owners and government and legislation said, well, we we, we sort of see that business owners, excuse me, we see that business owners are quite, you know, average at putting in super. Most other people in our employment uh, system have the ability to have super put into their uh, superannuation on their employer's behalf. Let's see what we can do. And the government came up with... uh, a thing. Now, I don't know the history of this, to be honest, but I'm just telling a story here just to get to a point, okay? They, somebody sat around and said, hey, these business owners aren't very good with their money. Uh, well, aren't very good at paying their super. How can we help them after 15, 20? They have an advantage, which is very similar, of $1.7 million worth of tax-free. You know, we were talking about this a second ago, team. All right, check it out. Uh No matter whether you're in business or not, you can get the PPR upgrade. No matter whether you're business or not, you got career or business, you can get the you can get the um, investment properties, reduce your personal income tax. No matter whether you're in business or not, you can have access to a one point seven million dollars tax free at retirement in the future. 
However, there's a little opportunity for business owners to take advantage of this one. And you can see this is pretty close, right? <coughs> um, as we go along. What does it look like? Let's have a quick look and <coughs> pull up what the ATO website has to say. All right, the Small Business Capital Gains Tax Concession, folks, allows you to reduce, disregard, disregard or defer some or all of your capital gain. Look at that, all. Uh, they don't say zero, do they? <laughs> well, it's probably not a good idea to go around saying, you know, you can pay zero tax. Um, it's Look, it says, it says disregard, disregard, hmm, defer some or all of the capital gain from an active asset used in small business. All right, okay. There's, there's. You can go check this out, folks. There's a, there's. You just go check it out. Small business capital gains tax concession. There's eligibility and and four bits and pieces, but has a few of the rules. I'm not going to go through those bits, but um, um, there's a few little bits and pieces in here. But has a few things to keep aware of. A small business retirement exemption, capital gains tax from a disposal of an Active asset are exempt from a CGT up to a lifetime limit of $500,000. If you're under 55, you can roll it over. So here's the drill. Um, and this is not a financial advice. This is just reading straight off the ATO's website, right? If you sold an asset, a business or connected to a business, um, um, I've got to set this up a little bit, actually. Some of the business owners sitting here right now <clears throat> tell me in the chat, well, you, you can say it, yes or no, but it, could you sell your business? Uh, could, most, could most small businesses sell their business, their, their, just their, their business for $2 million or up to $2 million? Put that in the chat. What do you think? You reckon the, uh, the, local, uh, the local plumber, Who's got a couple of vans and a couple of um, couple of blokes on his payroll? Do you reckon he could sell his business for two million dollars? Tell me, folks. You're, what do you reckon? Yes or no? And it doesn't have to be your business if your business owner's in here. Obviously, you don't have to uh, share that. But tell me, what, what do you think? Do you think most business owners in Australia could sell their businesses for two million dollars? Um, whack that in the chat for me. There's probably one or two business owners here, but I can tell you right now sitting down with hundreds and hundreds, well, thousands and thousands. Isn't that right, Alison? No, they can't. So there's this thing, there's this thing for business owners sitting there with, you know, like it's this kind of like nirvana, but, you know, most business owners start businesses without the thought of creating or understanding that it's there, available to take advantage of. A couple of things we can do. If you do sell a business, uh, and you're under the age of 55, you can roll over some of that um, into a super fund. Now, so that that's an interesting thing, right? So, as a business owner, if you, you know, if you um, if you qualify with things like you know uh, you've got to be in business over 15 years and and so on, um, then there's one way potentially to get some some extra cash and capital into your super at some point. Thinking about strategy here, folks. Thinking about strategy. Think about that, all right? If you do uh, if you do sell a business, 
you can defer a capital gain made from a capital gains tax event as long as you replace that business within two years. There's, a, there's an interesting idea, folks, ladies and gents, business owners, trading your business, your capital gain, up into another business. There's a thought and an idea. Wow. Okay. And then the last one, um, you can apply as many of these concessions as you are uh, until the capital gain is reduced to, tell me in the chat, what is it? What's the, it's zero. All right. I like that. Anyone like that? I like that. I'm a big fan of that sort of stuff. All right, there we go. So anyway, track that down. I like those things. So as a business owner, if you have a business, let's say, you've got a business here and you can't sell it, it's a no for $2 million and you work for 20 or 30 years in your business and you can't sell it for $2 million, what could you do? What could you do, folks? Tell me right in the chat right now. What could you do? There's something that you could actually own and operate your business out of that could be worth $2 million at some point in the future. Anyone know what that is? Hopefully this is giving it away. It's probably a terrible, probably a terrible drawing. But anyway, there we go. <laughs> I don't think that's a very good drawing. Anyway entertaining myself here. Hopefully you guys are learning something. You can own a property. You can own a property and that property can form part of your business asset disposal in the future. And uh, yes, you can own a commercial property. You can own a retail property. You can own an industrial property. Um, absolutely, Luke. Mate, it's a, it's a, Absolute cracking idea, especially if you're going to be in business for, you know, 15 years or more, Luke, uh, and a few other things. It's absolutely smart. You can also, folks, now you have to catch up with your accountant and your financial planner on this one. Andy Fenton is an absolute gun on this. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, most accountants don't even know this stuff. Um, uh, and if they do, you have to push them to, to think about it and they accidentally try and analyse it for you in reverse rather than in, in forward, you can actually, you can actually, folks, in some circle, um, some, oh, that's terrible. What is it? Residential. You can actually have, you can actually own a residential property as well. Using the biz, the business can use it for sure. Luke, mate, absolutely. Makes a lot of sense, mate. And there's a few other ways to, to slice and dice this, folks. So, so there you go. So, so let's put this all together. Let's bring this. Let's bring this thing to you know a, a bit of a, a culmination here. Principal place of upgrade strategy. What is the limit, folks? Tell me what's the limit. What's the limit on your principal place of upgrade uh, that you can have? You can sell a property for capital gains tax free. What's the limit? Is that what? What is the limit on your principal place of residence that you can sell your home for? Capital gains tax free. What's the limit? Tell me, folks. Put it in the chat. What's the capital gains tax free limit of your PPR upgrade strategy? I want to know this one. <laughs> no limit. No limit. 
Don't miss that, folks. There is zero limit. If you owned a if you owned a home for a hundred million dollars and sold it, your Prince Place residence for a hundred million dollars. Interesting times. There's no limit. There's no limit to that. All right. What's the what's the super limit? And uh, and the uh, let's have a look at this. Small business. Small business. CGT. So what's the super limit? Tell me, folks. You guys know this. 1.7 mil. Small business. 2 mil. Uh, and your investment property portfolio. Well, there's there's a limit to how much you can minimize your taxes. But usually um, in here, it's usually between five and six uh, investment properties can get 100K down to you know, between 2 and 5% tax. So check this out. If you're sitting at home right now and you're going, well, what is, what is Jason on about? What's he rabbiting on about? If you, you need to have a plan, do you have a plan for your PPR upgrade? Do you have a plan for your investment property uh, plan? Do you have a plan for the assets there? And do you have a plan for assets here? Those are the questions. And if you don't have a plan, well, you need to get one, all right? Because these are the four places that we can create wealth um, systematically with some with some high efficiency, which means we get to keep more of our money rather than giving it away to the government or other institutions, okay? Um, state governments, ATO, et cetera, et cetera. So there you go. There you go. Think about that. Ponder that one, folks. Ponder that one. All right. Well, that's it. I'm done and dusted. That is another Wealth Coffee Chat over and out, folks. Uh, Join me tomorrow for another one. We've done our four. Alison doesn't have a PPR plan yet. We'll get one soon, Alison. I know that's been on your radar for a little while as well. So uh, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Team, you guys be awesome. Be well. Uh, join me tomorrow for another one at some point. Have a great day indeed. Thanks, Trace. Thanks, team. 